0: This is the Alan and Carly podcast. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Um, Just very quickly, uh, Carly, just to recap on the situation off air Mm. that Alison Maiden um, just blew my mind. I swore because it was off air so I could get away with it. But yeah, it's becoming very hard to be a sceptic around our psychic that we get on every week.
1: Yeah, because um, we always talk to Alison off air, you know, Mm -hmm. in between the songs, why producer Shelby's getting the callers together. Yeah. And um, you had just said to Alison, oh, getting any feelings for Carly?
0: Just being a bit of a sarcastic douchebag like I normally am. And normally, like, I haven't asked that before. And straight away she was like, oh, yeah, Gabby, I'm getting a feeling. In um, her
1: right her paw. Her right paw. Very specific. And your
0: face went completely. And I was just like, oh, that feels a bit not too vague. That feels mm. like a very specific thing to say. And then you show me a photo you sent Russell about Gabby's right paw.
1: Because, yeah, we're worried about her. at the moment, And this is not something I've obviously shared online. Like, no. why would I put that online? No. Um and But this has literally been a huge talking point between Russ and I over the last couple of days of do we or don't we take her to the vet? Like, is this just something she's hurt herself? But obviously after that, I'm definitely taking her to the vet.
0: Yeah, I... Um... Yeah, legitimately was shocked by that. Mm. Shook, as the kids say today. Because,
1: and you know, that sounds, uh, people are going, oh, bad pet mum. Can I just defend myself for a second here? The reason why I'm deliberating whether or not to take her to the vet, because Gabby has, in the past, has faked injuries for sympathy. I've literally taken her to the vet before with this very paw where she was limping on it. And it turns out, no, she just was loving the attention she got. Because the the vet, as soon as she walked into the vets and started doing it, I went, oh my God, she's doing it again. Look, see? And they're like, are you doing that every time? She's does that? And I'm like, yes. So obviously we did all the testing, everything. Her paw was fine, but turns out she just loved the
0: fuss. And I don't blame her. Who doesn't <laughs> love a bit of fuss like that? Hey, Alpha Bucks tomorrow, the letter?
1: Is P for Papa.
0: Okay. And hit me with a hard one.
1: Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> People are just like, oh no, Mosquito got in this room again. Damn it.
1: Um, Name starting with P, an adjective.
0: What's an adjective again? That's a describing word, is it? Yeah. Would, you say, would you say, like, I don't know, um, plentiful? Would that be an adjective?
1: Let's, let's Google it. I, I don't, I'm trying to not Google everything, but I don't know you, anything. You know. <laughs> adjective.
0: Because it's like um. verbs doing, nouns are naming, and adjectives are describing, right? Yes, so that's right. It's a so what, what, what have you got in your sheet?
1: Um, so what I actually had was peaceful and patient. Yeah,
0: that's good. They're good ones. But yeah. if
1: someone's plentiful, what are they?
0: Well, you could say, you could describe it as saying like, oh, that table was plentiful with food or something. Like, you know, it's not. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to sound wanky. I
1: mean, you definitely. What was
0: the answer that's actually proper to say? (laughs)
1: Uh, There's actually a lot that you could have. Putrid. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, use that one. Patient
1: or peaceful. But there's actually a lot. Pure. So, I love the word pure. Oh, that's pure.
0: I always think of like religious things, but when I hear pure.
1: Poor. Is an adjective.
0: Pause quick. One syllable. You get that answer out quick. Do that one. That's the way to go. Pretty is also one. Yeah, but enough about me. Proud? Prudish? Yeah.
1: Prosperous?
0: (laughs) Prostitutish? Enjoy the podcast. Purring is one, apparently. Okay. All
1: right. What was that? That felt very weird to do. that was
0: like not even sexual. That was just kind of (laughs) like you got something stuck in your teeth.
1: Let's not get it. (laughs)
0: It's
1: getting weird.
0: No, stop. All right. What the heck process. was that? I was going to make a hell roar, and I was like, I bailed. All from right, it.
1: you got to do it now.
0: <laughs> like you know, like
1: that sounds like you need a sleep apnea machine.
0: Right. Not wrong.
1: <laughs> <laughs> My hubby nailed Christmas this year. So what he did was he bought a paint by numbers of me, Gabby and him. And it was actually really nice Cute. and I oh, didn't you know
0: that was an option. That's cool. Yeah, it was
1: actually like a really thoughtful nice present. We've got it hanging up. Yeah. Um and because he ordered the paint by numbers, he got to choose kind of the level of hardness of it. Okay. It still took him a good I would say like a couple of weeks to do it. Mm-hmm. Um and it turned out great. I'm happy with it. <laughs> anyway, <laughs>
0: that's all that matters. Excellent. Good to know. <laughs> is it hanging up? Um it is. Yeah, excellent.
1: Um Anyway, so Russ's mum finds out about this and she goes, oh, that's great. I would love one too.
0: A picture of you, Gabby, and okay, (laughs) No, she
1: just wanted Russ to paint her a paint by numbers as as her birthday gift. So we're going back in March. So she says, what I'll do is I'll I'll pick one I like and I'll send it to you. And Mm -hmm. as my gift uh, for my birthday, you can paint it for me and bring it back with you in March.
0: So really, she just wants a painting. She doesn't want... Like, I don't know why it needs to be
1: painted. Why, why
0: does it need to be painted by Russell? If she just wants a painting.
1: I think so. She can say to people, My son painted.
0: Sure. This. Okay. I, okay. Sure.
1: I don't know, actually. It's a good question. Yeah. But anyway, so the paint by numbers arrives in the mail mm-hmm. yesterday. Yep. This is going to take him years. It is the most detailed paint by numbers because you literally pick like what level you wanted at. Yeah. So first of all, she's picked a a Viking ship scene,
0: sure, and As you do honestly that's sentimental and means a lot between the relationship <laughs> of Russell and his mum.
1: I think the Russell because Russell's looking at this, he goes. Oh my God. I said, you're going to have to quit your job. Yeah. Like you are not getting this done by March unless you are working around the clock.
0: I just had a look at the picture. It looks like, um, imagine kind of a canvas print that has chicken pox. It is so insane. There's a lot of dots.
1: But I found the exact same picture online. Uh So I'm like, is she going to know the difference?
0: Between a, like actual painting, is it?
1: And a poster.
0: No, right, no, she'll know a poster. Like, how do you get such a smooth finish, Russell?
1: <laughs> you know, maybe she just wants to say he painted it. Doesn't matter if he did.
0: No, I think he's. So I paint feel it. like
1: there's nothing wrong with ours because this would take him months and, months when, and do, months. when does it
0: need to be done by?
1: March, the last week Mar- of March. Okay. Well, well how far out are we? Six weeks away. This it, it took him weeks to do my ours, and it was like a beginner level.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, Russell. Get started. Stop wasting your time. No,
1: I'm just going to order the canvas. I oh, Just so we can have it there as a backup. As a backup. And also, it's like, I don't, you know, who's cooking dinner every night? You know, <laughs> he's got other responsibilities. He no, no, can't no. be painting this, around this the would clock. This
0: be almost your opportunity to step up and start doing stuff around the house. No. No.
1: No. Wouldn't dare.
0: <laughs> God. All right. Good luck, Russell. Sounds like you got a big workload on your plate. Um, good luck. I'm ordering that poster as we speak. <laughs>
1: What I want to talk about, Alan, is Magic Mike. I'm sure you've got a lot to add to this conversation. (laughs) Uh, So last night I was lucky enough to go along to a preview screening. Uh Um, It is definitely, like, I was thinking to myself, how can they up the ante here? And they definitely did it.
0: If they're anything like the uh, Fast and Furious franchises, I imagine they would have had one point Magic Mike stripping on a building Let's on fire just or something.
1: say it got even more fast and even more furious, Ooh. especially at the end there. There was a scene involving Channing Tatum and water.
0: Well, let me set the scene for that.
1: And that man has some stamina and also some uh, knee pads. And that's all I'll say on that. But there was a point where I was watching it and there was um, a bunch of older ladies in on the, the row in front. It's literally on the
0: TV right behind you <laughs> as you're speaking about it.
1: And um, anyway, so these women were just absolutely loving it. Yep. We yeah. all were,
0: I'll yep. be honest. But they were really loving it. They were it. really
1: loving it. And I thought... I wouldn't like to watch this movie with my mum because I feel like she might be a bit enthusiastic about it. And I just, it's just an awkward (laughs) vibe, you know? Yeah. Well, would
0: you rather watch it with your dad?
1: Oh. (laughs) And then it got me thinking on 131060. Yep. What movie should you never watch with your parents? I'm adding Magic Mike to the list. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm Mm -hmm. not, there is Mm -hmm. no way, like, if, you know, I'm going back to visit my mum next month. Yep. That's not getting put on the TV.
0: No. No, um, and I will... Any movie that has a particular scene like that, I remember watching Game of Thrones. Oh, no! <laughs> yeah, and then my mum came into the room and she was like, oh, what are you watching mom? Oh, it's Game of Thrones. And at the time, it was just all really violent. I'm like, yeah, it's really pretty violent, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then just cut to the most raunchiest of scenes to the point where my mum was just like, I don't think my mum's religious, but she turned religious at that moment because I heard a lot of, oh, God, oh, <laughs> Jesus. Um, um, well, yeah. 13, well, 60, and also I feel like this is just going to be
1: helpful information because I think sometimes it catches you off guard, right? Yeah. You're like, oh, this will be a wholesome little TV show to watch together or a wholesome movie. Yeah. Yep. Then bang, there it is.
0: Okay. So 131060, we want to know what movie you should never, ever, ever watch <laughs> with your parents. Taking your calls now. Luke joins us now from Bunbury. Hey, Luke. Hey, guys. How you doing? Yeah, Good. doing well, man. Uh, what was the movie? Uh, so my father hired out a movie called Lolita. He had no idea what it was about. Sounds so, wholesome. Yeah. yeah, it sounds like a, yeah, like, you know. It has Jeremy Hines in it. And uh, essentially the story is about a man who marries a widow just so he can be closer to the widow's daughter. They oh, my. God. Yeah, and she's, she's I believe she's 14. When oh, they run my together. God. No. Yeah. And without getting into too much detail, they consummate their own Ah oh, no! Wow, oh that's God. a lot to take. That's no.
1: <laughs> wow, and so what? What's at what point do you try and leave the room, or are you just sitting there, you know, awkwardly coughing? Uh, my father actually,
0: word for word, he, he, there was a scene where she's um, under a sprinkler getting really wet and all <laughs> that, and my dad, had, my dad just said nope and turned it off. <laughs> 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 he was probably
1: triggered by the sprinkler and realised so he good. didn't turn it on. <laughs> I it,
0: Carly, I mentioned over the holidays that uh, my cat had to go into a cattery for a couple of weeks while we were living our best life in New Zealand. We got him out of the cattery and he had lost a little bit of weight.
1: Which makes me think maybe he was at a normal weight because No, he's no, no. He's wait not, a he's, second.
0: He's not, he's, not, he's not fat. He really is. Wait a
1: second. You were talking about how you were literally feeding him on demand.
0: Yep, yep, that's what it turned so into. So there was
1: no rhyme or reason here. This cat was literally eating whenever he wanted.
0: Well, yeah, So, I can but imagine
1: that didn't lead to a no, healthy BMI. No. Now I'm not going to body shame a cat here, but I'm just saying, Alan, maybe what happened was All the right. calorie
0: went. You, you, not to about like your fat dog. Uh, my cat is very in good condition. <laughs> Oh, he's about to get furious. Gabby
1: has the perfect BMI. (laughs) She actually, if there were supermodels for dogs, she has the body to support it, the long legs, the lean waist.
0: Just a shame about the face. Anyway, uh, look, uh, my cat is in perfect uh, fitness. He he, he doesn't take after me at all. Uh, He just has a metabolism like crazy, and he runs up and down the hallway constantly trying to attack us. So he stays in fighting condition all the time. We needed to fatten him up because when you started patting him when he first got back, you could feel his spine a little bit. That's gross. So like you said, we started feeding him on demand to the point where a couple of weeks ago, Jewel and I were like, we have to stop because he now knows that if he comes up and just me- meows aggressively, we stop what we're doing and feed him. So we've stopped that now. And he's starting to get better. Until recently, he has become obsessed with bacon.
1: Well, I was going to say he's only human, but he's not, is he's
0: he? He's not. So to the point where... We would leave, the because uh, we do it in the air fryer, we'd leave the kind of dish where all the fat gets kind of collected, ready to wait for it to go cold, and then you scoop it, throw it and throw it away. He would go up there on the bench and start like blah, 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 like, just licking the absolute <laughs> hell out of it. It was like, oh, that's a bit gross. Like, obviously, yeah. that needs a deeper clean today. Now, Julie was trying to make it like a salad and put a bit of bacon on top, which, I, I mean, that kind of contradicts the salad, to be honest with you. But anyway, that's Julie's choice. He took the bacon out of her hand <laughs> and ran away with it. <laughs>
1: You've created a monster here, because this is the thing. You can't really, like, cater to his every whim, and then when he becomes, like, really demanding, then go, oh, no, no, back in your box, Winston.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So, I'm trying to tackle this, but he's not liking it. And so, I'm just saying, if I go missing over the next couple of days, it's because Winston's tied me up somewhere. <laughs> And he's demanding bacon from me because this cat is starting to get out of control. And Jewel is not there for it because it's like his peak anger is like when I get home. at is like it around like, time. so
1: obviously I do not have a cat. but No. Obviously and, and I don't recommend
0: him anymore. I'm a dog person now.
1: <laughs> you have to be the leader of the pack here, Alan. The alpha. The alpha. Okay. So you need to show him that you're in charge. Okay. So you know what you need to do? You need to send a message. Okay. You need to sit down yep. and you need to look him in the eye and you need to oh, eat no, no. a piece of bacon. And not give him any. Not give him one single bit.
0: No, nah, but he's cute. buddy. he's like asking. This you,
1: is the problem. You're right. You're this right. is the problem.
0: Okay. All right. I'll um. I'll be stronger. And yeah.
1: The end of the day, you get a piece of bacon.
0: Well, that. Well, that's not good for me, but <laughs> it's like a treat-based system for you. And then Jewel's gonna have to alpha me to get me to stop eating <laughs> all the bacon. It's a slippery slope. <laughs> Hit breakfast with Alan and Carly, and we are joined right now by psychic Alison Maiden. Good morning.
2: Good morning beautiful people. How are we today? Oh, doing
0: well. Doing we're well. We're doing good, but I always like to
1: ask you how are we doing because, you know, when the moon's doing what it does, <laughs> you mm. know, it can really affect us.
2: Well, it's been a pretty full on full moon. It's so in Leo, so Leo's a strong, powerful sign. So everyone's like, you know, all having a growl. Oh, so um, we're doing um, oh, Okay. okay. Road rage has been going off. People can't sleep. Insomnia has been. It's funny happening, you say so. that. They were talking
0: about that in the office earlier this morning. A couple of people were saying there's a lot of road rage going on.
1: Hmm. Yeah. And I haven't been yeah. sleeping according to my Fitbit. Oh. <laughs> you, you don't know whether you slept or not.
0: Well. <laughs> Yeah. That, that's a good question, actually. So <laughs> that's a great question.
1: I think that's more to the point um, that Alison Murray wanted to talk to you about was the eclipse because we secured some tickets yesterday to go and oh. see uh, the eclipse in Exmouth. Now, for me, oh. not only am I very excited about this, I'm like, is this going to be a very spiritual event too? Do I need to take my crystals to cleanse them?
2: Uh, well, all eclipses are spiritual events, to be quite honest, but it depends on what sort of eclipse it is. If it's a, a solar eclipse, which April is a solar eclipse, mm-hmm. um, that's obviously to do with the sun. So the sun is all about life and, and vitality and all that sort of, you know, everyday sort of stuff. So if there's an eclipse, it means that we have a chance to sort of really go within and have a look at what we want. And um, it's it's a really important eclipse to have. So um, it's life-changing, this one, and this oh. is going to be one of the big ones this year. I think there's two this year. There's another one in October, um, and they're both life-changing for our planet. So it's, I think it's a very important one, and the fact that you're going to be there and witnessing it, that's awesome for both of you. That's oh, amazing. Nice.
1: Now, is there anything in particular we should take along with us to the eclipse? I, I believe you, you're not allowed to look at it directly. Oh, okay. <laughs> so just, maybe... Uh, Maybe some eye prediction. Oh, so it's, um, we're going all that way to not look at it, Alan. Not directly, uh, no, because oh. that's how you get not blind. Directly. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm
2: glad you know, Alan. Yeah, um, uh, well, and... you know, when it comes to the practical way of
0: thinking, I'm normally the guy to go to. Spiritual's up to you and Carly handles everything else in between.
2: Uh, <laughs> Yes, definitely take your crystals for a bit of a shine. Why okay. not? Oh, so, nice. So, Alan, yeah. maybe you should get
0: one. I might give get you a crystal, a crystal yeah. No, nah, I don't think oh. so, mate. Um, no. Nah. What type of crystal? <laughs> like a rose quartz. Is that a thing? That's a thing, right?
2: Oh, it's a thing. That's yep. for your heart shock. You're already a big teddy bear. So You're, true. You've already got so much love in you. It's so
0: true. No, I probably need something more like
2: like a big black tourmaline to ground you Oh, <laughs> That sounds
0: delicious. <laughs> <laughs> What's a tourmaline
2: Tourmaline
0: is oh. its a very good crystal for warding off negative energies and bad neighbours. Nah, too late. Oh, too okay. late. I hate my neighbours. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> only one of them. The other ones, their they're friends listen to the show. So the other ones are cool. You know what I'm talking oh. about the other neighbours if you uh-huh. are listening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, on that note, uh, let's take some calls. On 131060, if you had a question for psychic Alison Maiden, maybe it's relating to the eclipse, maybe it's uh something going on in your world, maybe you lost something and you need Alison to use her uh, powers to help find it. Any other thing? Is there something I'm missing? I think you think you do it all, don't you, Alison?
2: Oh, just about.
0: Yeah, just about. Just about yeah trades. Yeah. yeah, all right. Well, see if you've got any angry spirits <laughs> hanging around you. See if you've got a recommendation of what crystal I should buy. There's all plea of options. So we'll take your calls now. 13, 10, 60. Still joining us is psychic Alison Maiden. Good morning. Good
1: morning. Okay, before we get into the readings, can we quickly address what very happened off quickly, air? Very very quickly. We always <laughs> chat to you during the songs, Alison, and you just said... What's wrong with your dog's right paw? And I literally just sent a photo to my husband about it going, I think there's something going on with my dog's right paw.
0: Now, I famously on this show am the sceptic of the show. It's yeah. pretty hard to be a sceptic when you're pulling stuff out like that. Yeah. I'm
1: just, I'm anyway, she's going to the vets acting. this afternoon. Yeah,
0: yeah that's... um. Yes. That's terrifying, Alison. Yeah, mm, terrifying, okay. terrifying. All right. Well, we're You'll get ta- over we're it. We're going to. Ta- well, I'm trying. Uh, <laughs> Gabby will be okay as well. Uh, let's k- take some calls. We'll start with Samantha in Geraldton. Samantha, your question for psychic Alison Maiden.
2: Hi, Alison. Um, hey, I'm. Hey, uh, <laughs> um, I'm actually just asking. Do you think my dad's house will sell?
0: Ooh. Oh. Okay.
2: First thing I get is three weeks. Um, I do feel like there's going to be a very interesting person, but they're going to really try and beat you down on price. Um, yeah. My feeling is hold off if you can, if you can, you know, because it just, I think by, and I know it's going to sound horrible when I say this, but you've got to wait a few months um, yeah. because I think that you're not going to get the price you want for it, darling. That's as simple as that. Yeah. No, yeah it, that. <laughs> if you If you can hold off, I think, you know, give it a few months and you'll get closer to what you want. Uh, if you want to get rid of it quickly, there'll be someone who'll come in, but the offer will be ridiculous. It'll be way yeah. too
0: low. The guy will be yeah. wearing a monocle uh, and <laughs> a suit, and he's just trying to monopolise it. So just be careful, Samantha. Hopefully that helps. Let's go to our next caller, Gwen in Eton. Gwen, your question for Psychic Alison Maiden.
3: Hi, Alison. I was just wondering if I'm going to have some love come back into my life.
0: Oh, I love you, Gwen. Oh.
2: Well, oh, there you go. Alan's available. Well, he's not actually. No, no,
0: I'm definitely I'm not no, no, no. that. that was, uh, platonic love, platonic love, platonic. Gwen,
2: <laughs> I do see a Taurus uh, star sign. Do you have anyone with Taurus around you at the moment? Oh, not really. Not that I know of. Okay, then look out for a Taurus star sign. There's going to be a very nice person actually introduced to you by a girlfriend. So it's not online or anything like that. It will actually be introduction. Um, and he'll come to your house. First, so you may have a gathering at your house or some kind of barbecue or something, and he will show up with this person. It'll be a chance meeting, and there will be love involved here. And um, oh yes, my gosh, That's he's a good hot noise. to trot. He's hot to trot, love. Yes, get in there and go for it. Okay, very good, very nice. <laughs> go. <laughs> Gwen, you yeah. can take you
0: can take that, no bull because it's a Taurus. Yeah, he yeah, could get no bull. <laughs> oh, he's
3: nailed
0: God. it once again. Well done, very Alan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go to Katie in Bunbury. Your question for psychic Alison Maiden
2: hey so I've got two Ooh, a double <laughs> so the first one, <laughs> the first one is um, my partner has got um, a good opportunity um, a job opportunity on the cards at the moment so we're hoping yep. hoping for some positive news there and that also will um, help us get into the property market this year so um, just hoping for some positive around positivity around that one Okay, darling, first of all, this thing feels, I don't know whether he's going to the coast, but I'm getting coastal area here, like near the sea. Um, I feel like you've got about seven months um, before you can even, you know, look at the housing market. Don't, don't do anything until the later in the year. August is when the housing market will come back to sort of a more norm, normal sort of mm. state. Carly, you're writing and, that down. <laughs> and I actually feel that, uh, yes, he will he will achieve his goal with his work and things will work out well. But wait about seven to eight months before you make any moves on any houses. Okay.
0: Thank you. Oh, there you awesome. go. Awesome. Thanks, Well, Alison, thank you very much for uh, answering our listeners' questions today. Uh, sorry if we ran out of time for anyone else that's waiting. And um, yeah, I don't know. Gabby, where to Gabby's check on Gabby? off to the vets. Yeah.
1: yeah. Jeez.
2: Oh, poor little Gabby. I'll send lots of love and healing, and I'll, I'll see you guys next week. Actually, Thanks, I've got a bit Allison. of a
0: soft finger as well. If you could send some healing towards that, I hit it in the table. If you sure. All right. Thank you, sure. Alison. Actually, I can feel that. Thank you. <laughs> Hit Breakfast with Alan and Carly and Under Investigation is back with Liz Hayes tonight at 7pm on Channel 9 and 9 Now. Straight after maths, actually. And joining us now, Liz Hayes. Good morning. Good morning. Now, uh, you and Carly come from the same area, right? We are.
3: We, are. we 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 sort of uh, traverse the terrain around the mid-north coast of New South Wales. Uh, quite a hot spot, don't you reckon, Carly?
1: Oh, absolutely. And one of us went on to report on world affairs and... One of us is talking about the Kardashians each morning, so two different parts. I was going to (laughs) say,
0: just both strong investigators between the two of you. They just breed a certain type, you know? You guys have so much in common, always trying to find the hard facts in the story, you know? Yeah, no, no.
1: We're we're, we're on the same team.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I could hear it. I could hear it, to be honest. I'm like, whoa, am I being investigated?
1: Um, but, But Liz, before we jump into this wonderful show, it would be remiss of me to not talk about your amazing 60 Minutes days because... Because, I mean, just some of the stories that you would have covered in your time. And, you know, I feel like 60 Minutes, when you were on the show, it was a real point in time when you were really kind of not ticking all the HR boxes and putting yourself in genuine danger. Um, What is a moment that sticks out in your mind where you were like, wow, this is really harrowing?
3: Oh, um, oh, where do I begin? Um, look, sixty minutes uh, really did uh, take me around the world and to places that were not on the tourist map, but I think there was a time uh, when I was in Kashmir up on the border of uh, Pakistan and India and China and a few other countries where i I felt um, uh, I was on my own and I was waiting for the crew to return from filming and uh, a group of young blokes. Recognised that I was alone, and that's the moment where I thought I am in trouble here, and so I I locked myself in my car, <laughs> which which only you know any girl would do, I guess. But yeah. um, look, look, all all was averted. Uh, would you believe it was like out of a scene out of a Hollywood movie that suddenly my crew merged from nowhere, and um, all was well. But it was that uh, that genuine moment when I thought. I don't know what I'm going to do here because mm. there's no one. I'm in a foreign country. My wow. crew thinks that I'm okay, but, you know, if I'm gone, I'm gone. And yeah. uh, so that was a moment where I really felt uncomfortable. Uncomfortable, More like terrified. That is, yeah. I'm terrified okay. on your behalf. Okay. <laughs> terrified. Yeah. I, I was genuinely terrified because I, I just knew in my gut mm. they were looking at me and recognizing that I was easy prey.
0: Yeah. Ah, wow. Um, now, let's talk about this show, um, obviously, uh, going through some amazing cases and getting a ton of great experts on, um, and at the war table is what we're calling it now.
3: It is the war table. Actually, It's like the, the dining table, to be honest. We <laughs> yes. tell people we're at a dinner party here without any grog, unfortunately. But <laughs> but it is an opportunity to sit around and to sort of have all these great experts um, who are smarter than me by a long shot about their you know in their fields, and they can bring to the table, which is i guess why they call it the war table, but they can bring to the table you know uh knowledge about certain things which can really lift our information um and you know shine a light like you know n- n- never before in a way about certain
1: crimes or events, and so I find that fascinating really. Absolutely. And Liz, when you're kind of working on these cases with these experts, do you ever uncover pieces of evidence where you're like, we need to turn this over to the police?
3: Oh, yeah, sure. We absolutely um, uh, recognise that, that we've now heard something and and, and found out something that uh, we hadn't known before. And, yes, we always uh, pass on any of our information to police because I think that's the whole point. Mm. You know, when we're making television, I know, Uh, But having said that, we're communicating to a huge audience and we're occasionally and more than occasionally getting people to go, oh, yeah, actually, I remember, you know, then and I might have been there. Um, And that's really important. So, uh, yes, all information that might be of interest to police, we make sure they get it.
0: Absolutely. Now, uh, talk us through a couple of the cases you're going to be covering this season.
3: Well, look, as you know, there's a a case um, from your neck of the woods um, in WA and that is the case of Ray and Jenny Kellett who went with their work colleague Graham Milne out back to prospect for gold and uh, three went out and only one came back. Um, so we all look at that. Ray Kellett's body was found at the bottom of the mine shaft. Jenny has never been found. Mm. And that's really key. We, we really would like to find Jenny. Um, and there is uh, $250,000 um, that is available to anyone who can help us on that front. Um, but also, Graham is the one who came out, so he's quite key to being able to give us as much information as he can from that scenario. But there's also this amazing dog, Ella. Who um, was truly the one that alerted the world to some problem? It went 30k's to the nearest town, uh, which really alerted um, the family ultimately that you know something terrible had happened. I, I found Nansima's friend probably a dog after all, but um, yeah, um, but, you know, uh, that, that's an outback mystery that's still to be resolved. That only happened you know, about five six years ago, so. Yeah. Um, I think that's a really and, – and you know what the Outback's like. It's just so alluring. It's so beautiful, but it's also full of mystery, and uh, this is one of them.
0: Absolutely. Well, everyone can watch it. I'm back again tonight under investigation with Liz Hayes, 9pm uh, after mass on Channel 9. Thanks for your time today. Thank you
3: so much. That was the Alan and Carly Podcast.